everyone. Welcome to Soulmates Podcast, and this is Rachel. We are switching things up a bit for the next couple of episodes. Emily and I are both recording episodes with our partners. I'm here with my partner, Fabian. Hello, everyone. I'm Fabian. <laughs> He's a little nervous, so we'll we'll work with him on this episode. Um, but we thought it would be a good idea to, to do two separate episodes where we each as couples review a show that we've been watching together that, you know, Emily and I have not necessarily been watching together, but we have as couples. So Fabian and I are here today to review Chainsaw Man, which is an anime that came out in 2022. It actually just finished airing two days ago. We're recording this on December 30th. It finished airing December 28th. It's based on a Japanese manga series written and illustrated by Tatsuki Fujimoto. And I'm going to give you a quick summary of it. Then we're going to do our three episode synopsis. So if you uh, don't want spoilers, feel free to just skip to the end where we do our final ratings and we try to keep it spoiler free. Um, But we will be going over the plots of the first three episodes. So the summary of Chainsaw Man. Denji is robbed of a normal teenage life, left with nothing but his deadbeat father's overwhelming debt. His only companion is his pet, the chainsaw devil Pochita, who is adorable. And I love very much. (laughs) With whom he slays devils for money that inevitably ends up in the Yakuza's pockets. So he is working with the Yakuza at the beginning. All Denji can do is dream of a good, simple life. One with delicious food and a beautiful girlfriend by his side. Every man's dream. (laughs) Every straight man's dream, anyways. But an act of greedy betrayal by the Yakuza leads to Denji's brutal, untimely death. Crushing all hope of him ever achieving happiness. Remarkably, though, an old contract allows Pochita, the cute little chainsaw devil, to merge with the deceased Denji and bestow devil powers on him, changing him into a hybrid able to transform his body parts into chainsaws, hence the name of the anime Chainsaw Man. Because Denji's new abilities pose a significant risk to society, the Public Safety Bureau's elite devil hunter, Makima, takes him in, letting him live as long as he obeys her command. Guided by the promise of a content life alongside an attractive woman, Denji devotes everything and fights with all his might to make his naive dreams a reality. I mean, it's pretty straightforward. It's pretty good. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) It's got Um, a good solid basis. (laughs) And I mean, that dog is just adorable. Yeah. And and that is essentially episode one, but we're going to go over the whole episode one to flesh it out a little bit more. And again, spoiler alert, so skip to the end of the episode if you don't want any spoilers. It's definitely worth a watch. Watch it come back and then listen to this. Yeah. All right, episode one. 16-year-old Denji has been burdened with a massive debt left behind by his deceased father, who committed suicide. To pay the debt, he works as a devil hunter with Pochita, a dog resembling chainsaw devil. After finishing his job for the Yakuza, Denji tells Pochita his dream is to live a peaceful life and settle down with a partner. The boss takes Denji to an abandoned warehouse for a job, where he reveals that his group has allied themselves with the zombie devil, who has Denji dismembered. Denji's blood seeps into Pochita's mouth, and Denji has a vision of Pochita, telling him that he will become Denji's heart in exchange for seeing Denji live out his dream. This part of the episode, by the way, is very jarring because you see Denji essentially like in pieces in a um, in a dumpster, right? Yeah. And the true. and the blood drips into Pochita's <laughs> mouth, and the the scene of them like in their dream state or whatever is really cute because Pochita the whole time does not talk. All he does is do his little dog yeah, yip little sounds, but yeah. he literally <laughs> he literally goes yip Denji. <laughs> like, <laughs> 
it kind of reminds me of like Nibbler from Futurama, yes. except like a cute version yes. instead of a deep voice. It's yeah, like, Denji. Denji. <laughs> I've always loved your dreams. Like, yeah. yeah, it's like, so cute. Yeah, it's very cute. And it's also one of the most heart wrenching because you're like, is is Pochita dying? Whole again. Denji confronts the zombie devil, pulling Pochita's pull string, which is now on his chest. He is able to transform into a human devil hybrid that allows him to grow chainsaws from his head and arms. He uses these chainsaws to kill the zombie devil and the Yakuza zombies. The next morning, the carnage is found by a group of public safety devil hunters. Their leader, Makima, hugs Denji after he asks her to do so, causing him to revert back to his human form. She offers to keep Denji alive as a human and feed him, much to his delight. And that's the synopsis for episode one. And I think the final scene here when Makima appears and her and the public safety devil hunters that are with her kind of have an exchange about, is he possessed? And then she says, you can always see it in the face or the eyes. Yeah, because in this world, there are things called fiends, which possess human corpses. So if a devil comes across a human corpse, they can take over it and their head essentially kind of takes the shape of that devil, whatever they may be. It's very distinct. Mm. Yeah, but we, we saw like kind of some of the transformation um where pochita like goes into denji's body and he's going into denji's heart like he's in on his chest like fusing with him essentially right so the whole time i think they call denji a fiend but like is he he's not really a fiend i think there's one it's this is a spoiler that's past the first three episodes okay we won't go over it then yeah because and it's something that they don't explicitly say but i kind of picked it up because one of the characters mentioned something and i'm like i'm not sure if he's talking about an object or about a type of people now but it we'll discuss it later so that's a kind of an interesting part of this anime is that they don't lay everything out for you about like how devils are created necessarily they do a little bit but it's not like this is an airbender and this is an earthbender and this is a firebender this is these are the things they can do these are the limits of it it does not nicely play it lay it out for you it's just kind of like you're along for the ride yeah like in world it's public knowledge and literally taught in schools but for the watcher it's Mm -hmm. one of those things that even at the end of the season because we have seen it all through Mm -hmm. you still have so many questions and you you thirst for more you're like i really want to know what's going on here I do like that about this show. Okay, so episode two. After eating in the rest area, Denji and Makima arrive at the Devil Hunter's headquarters in Tokyo. Denji wishes to team up with Makima, but instead she introduces him to Aki Hayakawa, who is a public safety devil hunter, and he takes Denji out on patrol. Aki and Denji, however, do not get along because Aki and Denji both have a thing for Makima. They actually get into a fight during the patrol with Aki telling Denji that he should quit for his own safety and Denji believing it's because Aki also has feelings for Makima, which he does. But anyways, <laughs> and during this fight, uh, Denji like kicks Aki in the balls like 17 times. Listen, I've read the manga <laughs> as well. And it's one of the scenes that like one thing I can say about this anime is that they've done really well at adapting panels from the manga and like really vibrantly bringing them to life. And I have never seen a crotch shot done so well. <laughs> I mean, and on multiple t- occasions, it's wonderful. I really do love this anime. It's it's the intricate painting of the face of the of, of Aki's like the torture, like the oh my god, and like, like they it, really captured it well. Huh? Yeah, no, nah, no, nah, yeah. I could pull up the manga. As an owner of testicles, you can (laughs) confirm. Yeah, it's my sister had a bad thing about hitting me in the balls when I was a kid. It was it was bad. So yeah, yeah, I definitely know I've made that face personally. Lovely. (laughs) 
<laughs> so after they have this like fight where Denji just kicks Aki in the balls a bunch of times, um, they return to Makima where she tells them, actually, you guys are working together. <laughs> I'm glad you guys are getting along. Yeah. <laughs> the next day, Denji and Aki are on a mission as they spot a fiend whom Denji kills using an axe. After Aki lambasts Denji for taking his job casually, Denji realizes that he needs a goal to achieve. We, we love goal setting. We love to see it. Um, <laughs> he then decides that his goal is to fondle some breasts. Boobs. <laughs> some boobies. Boobies are our main theme in this show. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> not for watching with young men. Oh, uh, yeah. I was just going to say, this is definitely not one of those you want to throw around with kids in the room. This no. is definitely an adult anime. Even the English dub, there's a lot of swearing in it, too. Like, I know it was in Shonen Jump, but it's really for more of an adult audience there's just a lot of gore and a lot of mentions of sex and things like that that you don't need little kids to to watch anyways (laughs) so denji's goal is that he wants to fondle some breasts back in the headquarters makima introduces a new partner named power that is in a female body it's a fiend in a female body and warns denji that power is a fiend denji is surprised and wonders if fiends can be devil hunters after makima explains about the fiends and their experimental team which will be dissolved soon Denji goes out with Power, who is proved to be annoying. <laughs> uh, Power is such an interesting character. She, she's in a female body, and but she kind of talks like she's from Shakespearean times. And she's just very full of herself. She's honestly great. Like, I love her character very much. Because she's not like... I mean, I feel like the name she chose for herself says it all. Like, Power. Exactly. Like, she was just looking to be... She's always looking to one-up someone. Like, she's always looking to, like, oh, like, you, you you can do 500 squats? Well, I can do a million. Like, that's just who power is. <laughs> Literally. There, there's a point in the anime past uh, the first three episodes, but it's no, not a spoiler. They're talking about, like, their IQs, and the, one of the guys goes, I have an IQ of 140, and she's like, my IQ is somewhere between 500 and 1,000. Yeah, exactly. And, you know, th- that's just kind of how her character is. Um, but she's great. <laughs> <laughs> um, Denji assumes... After he's gone out with power, he assumes that Aki had set him up with power and is trying to get him fired because power is kind of a live wire. She's unpredictable. She just kind of does what she wants. And as Denji and power are searching for devils, power smells blood. She is a blood devil, so that's kind of her thing. Um, But she smells blood and starts to like sprint to the spot where she smells it and she spots a sea cucumber devil. She then jumps from the top of a building and kills the devil using a hammer formed with her own blood. So she's a little bit chaotic. (laughs) And Denji thinks that he's been set up to be fired. Oh, yeah, definitely. I mean, she's that co-worker at your job that no matter what you do, they refuse to follow the rules. And they look at you like you're weird for even bringing it up, like they're doing something wrong. Yeah. Like, I'm just trying to be the best. Yeah, exactly. No, no, I am the best. And you just don't understand because you're not the best. Exactly. Well, let's go ahead and jump into Synopsis 3 because I will prattle on forever. (laughs) Um... Uh, The resulted killing of the sea cucumber devil results in public attention. While Denji and Power start accusing each other after being stopped by Miss Makima, she tells them to work together and to stop falling for more risks. In an attempt to get along with Power, Denji starts to flirt, which Power sensed. She tells him to defeat the bat devil who kidnapped her pet cat, Meowie, in exchange for allowing him to touch her chest. Agreeing, Denji gets a leave sanction for both of them to track and kill the devil. They both travel to an abandoned house, where Power knocks Denji unconscious, revealing her intention to feed him to the devil to heal his injuries in exchange for a release of her cat. The bat devil squishes blood out of Denji, but it tastes bad to him. He refuses to release the cat, and instead swallows the cat in Power, and heads toward the city to feed more. Denji survives and gets a hold of him, crashes him into the city, 
after bringing out his chainsaws. After a long fight, Denji wins. Because of Power's promise to him, Denji kills the devil by ripping through his stomach to free Power and Miaoi. So an interesting thing about this episode, and it was a small sentence so you might have missed it, but Denji has to get what's called a leave sanction for him and Power to go outside of their... Um, patrol zone. But yeah, to go outside of their patrol zone. And that's because, as you might remember, fiends are part of a special unit that Makima is testing out. And fiends, because they are, you know... Essentially just devils. Essentially devils. They're dangerous to humans. Potentially dangerous. So Denji getting a leave sanction for him in power. And then them essentially doing this very dangerous thing and causing such an uh, uproar in the city does have consequences for them beyond episode three. So... You'll you'll see that if you actually watch the anime, but there's just so much more to this. It almost seems a little episodic right now, and it seems like everything's focused on Denji and his like specific Quest goals, right? But it but there is a bigger overarching plot that's happening, which um, it's they, it starts to come into effect right after this episode. Exactly. Right? That's why I paused it here. That's why we're not talking about episode four and five because that's when you start you get the bigger plot revealed to you. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's when the questions start coming. Like, Literally, what actually like, is going on? <laughs> it's done really well. Like, the way it's written, it, like, fuses the overarching plot with his short-term goals, essentially. Mm-hmm. You know, like, the overarching baddie is fused now and 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 the finish line for him when it comes to his overall goals. <laughs> yeah, and they're, they're slowly widening the lens on the world, right? So you start with just Denji and Pochita. Then you see that they're working for the Yakuza. Then there's the public safety devil hunters. Then you realize the public safety devil hunters go far beyond Tokyo. It's a whole, you know, Japan-wide mm-hmm. thing. And there's also civilian devil hunters, like private sector devil hunters. Like the, exactly. the cucumber devil, like they get in trouble because that was a private sector devil hunter who was hunting that. Like literally engaged with that devil. And then power just jumped out of nowhere and killed it. So Exactly. So I really like how this how this anime is working out. And honestly, the lens widening has continued to happen episode to episode. So I'm interested to see where that's going to stop and when we're going to start being able to see what, you know, the bigger workings of this world are and how things are interconnected. But anyways, we're going to go over just general things that we liked about the anime, things we didn't like about the anime, and then we'll do our ratings and then we'll wrap it up. So we'll start with things we liked about the anime. Fabian, what was like your number one thing that you liked about the anime? The number one thing I liked about the anime is probably going to be, and this is the way I felt from the beginning, it spoke to my teenage self. Like, I remember being that 16-year-old boy wanting to touch a boob one day. You know, <laughs> like, it's, <laughs> it's, it's, it's one of those things that like all men can relate to, that our straight can relate to. I, I, I want to say everybody, because I mean, who doesn't like a good boob? Most but, people like boobs. So, but that being said, in terms of the the story, but the animation is beautiful. A lot of people complain about CG, but mm. I didn't see it. It didn't detract from my watching experience at all. And something that Fabian noticed that I can't help but not notice now, or help but notice now, is that they blink. The characters blink. They actually took the time to animate the characters blinking. Yeah, and it's natural. Like, it's not just we're doing it for the sake of blinking. Like, it's timed. Like, you can see that as they're speaking at weird intervals, you'll just see, like, a blink come in. And I'm like, this is perfect. I love that. It makes it... It it keeps me in there. It doesn't... 
take me out of it in a weird way. It's, I don't know. Right. And it's not like every three seconds we're going to have the character blink. Like, before Aki looks up, I think, I think it was Aki, before one of the characters looks up, they blink and then they look up, which Mm -hmm. is so natural. Like, that's actually what humans do. And it's not like, oh, it wasn't perfectly timed on the three seconds, so we're not going to have him blink before he looks up, you know? Or to do, like, a double blink really fast sometimes. Mm -hmm. Like... Just that, the thought that they put into that alone, like, it's crazy. And it's actually not even just the blinking, because I noticed in some of the other episodes where, like, just eye movements in general. Mm -hmm. Like, there's an episode where one of the characters is inebriated, and they're a little bit out of it, and you can see them laying there, and their eye, like, kind of twitches. Like, when somebody says something, like, they're looking away from somebody talking to them, but you could tell that they're looking at something, and their focus switches to something else. Mm -hmm. Like you would in real life, you Mm -hmm. know? Like, it, it's little, little, little things like that that I can appreciate the CGI. Like, I know that's not regular animation. That said, I still love my regular anime, and I'm mm-hmm. never going to stop watching that. But I think people need to get over the whole CGI thing. I think when done properly and well, it's awesome. Yeah. I also think that the dub for this anime is fantastic. I think the voice actors and actresses do a really, really great job giving voice to all the characters. I We can't speak so much to the Japanese voice acting because I you know, I'm reading for the most part. And like the voice acting isn't like so terrible. It's taking me out of it. Um, but from an English dubbing perspective, I think the voice acting was really good. Yeah. I'll say that like after watching it subbed and then dubbed, I can tell that, I mean, cause we are listening to the Japanese voice, voice actors as well, but because we don't understand the language, like some of the inflection and right. some of the, the, the nuance is lost on us. But I can tell that, thank goodness that voice acting is so much better now than it used to be. Like, don't get me wrong, they've always done a great job and worked hard, but I feel like it can be taken a little bit more seriously now when they when they do it. Even, like, I noticed that the voice actors even sound a little bit like the Japanese voice actors. Mm-hmm. Like, the way they chose to speak as the yeah. characters. Which is not a new thing, but, I mean, just, it's another thing that shows the care involved in the production. Another thing I like about the anime is that they have unique characters. Like, I don't think I've ever seen a character like Denji before or like Power before. Makima, maybe. Aki, maybe. But I like that. I don't know. We were just watching a, a man do a review of this. Um, and he made a good point that all the characters are just a little off. And that adds to their charm. But like, it's they're not so off that it's like, you know, it's like a, a it's like a Hiei in, you know, Yu Yu Hakusho. Like, no one on Earth is like that but (laughs) but but these characters are off and weird in a way that's believable yeah like you could imagine meeting somebody like them in real life i've Mm -hmm. met people not with the same quirks but quirks that i'm just like that's unique that's Mm -hmm. you that's that's just you exactly (laughs) so i really like that about the characters Something I disliked about the anime is that the episodes are very short. It only feels... I think they're regular the regular length episodes, they but are. the content is so good that you're just like, I want more. I definitely yeah. want more. Tell me more. Give me more. And um, I'll say the only thing I really dislike is that you don't really see Pochita <laughs> as oh, much yeah. as you would want. Because right. that that dog that dog devil or chainsaw devil dog is just so adorable. Yeah, like, it triggers my cute aggression. I mean, Rachel, I I gifted Rachel a Pochita plushie for Christmas. It's adorable. So we get to see Pochita, but not, it's not the same in the anime. And I want to hear him talk more. Anyway. Yeah, <laughs> and if you're a soft, squishy girl like me, you will cry the first episode. So just be prepared for that with tissues. But anyways, <laughs> let's do our ratings. So Fabian, what would you rate the plot of Chainsaw Man out of five? People could say I'm simping hard, but it's five out of five for me. 
I would rate the plot a four out of five. I wish there was a little bit more explanation of what's going on, but I also feel like that adds to how good it is. So yeah, I can't complain that much. That what would you rate the voice acting? Oh, 10 out of 10. I mean, five out of five. I'm sorry. I, I, that's how good. And we're rating the, the specifically the English dub here. And once again, I will reiterate, it is very not safe for work. They li- they've dropped at least two F-bombs that I can mm-hmm. recall off the top of my head. And other <laughs> other swear words are definitely not uncommon in the episodes, which is fine for me. But just keep that in mind if you're going to be watching it with kids around or anything. Yeah, there's intense violence, sexual themes, drinking, smoking. Yeah. It's not for kids. I thought the voice acting was a 5 out of 5. I really liked how they did their inflections. I liked how they replaced certain words. Like at one point, Denji literally says, yes. <laughs> it's, 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 it's instead of yes. Which is like, it's just chef kiss. Like yeah, it's, The localization it, is Exactly. Point. It's perfect. It's perfect for him. Um, and what would you rate everything else? The animation, the music, the storyboarding? Oh. Another thing, I want everyone, if you do decide to take um, take the time to watch this, every single outro for every episode is done by a different artist and has different music, different artwork. Um, most of them have the theme of the episode that it just aired, So, like, but it's so cool, trippy. I mean, and if you're into psychedelics, definitely something to, like, if you can find a YouTube video of all of those on loop, do it. They're all amazing. And I'm hoping you can't hear him like tapping on the desk in the audio, which it seems like you can. If I did, I'm really sorry. I was just really passionate. (laughs) (laughs) And you could throw that in there. Maybe the listeners will understand. Okay. All right, baby. (laughs) What would you rate everything else? The animation, the music? Honestly, five out of five. I know, like I said, people say I'm simping hard for it, but like I have, I literally watched the English dub episodes as they came out after watching the subs. Like I couldn't get enough of this anime, so. Yeah, I would honestly say originally I was going to do a four out of five, but noticing that they have unique outros for every single episode like Fabian just talked about, it's a five out of five for me. Like the attention to detail and the obvious care that goes into everything from the sets to the music to the animation, it's a five out of five. It's really great. And then as a whole, Fabian. I'll say 4.5 out of five, just to dial back a little bit, because I am a little, like, as much as it speaks to my teenage self, it is a little bit shallow in terms of his goal. Yeah. Um, I'm sure it'll change. Um, but he seems just like a shallow, like himbo character, though. Yeah. So like, I'm, I'm, but I, but I do love that about it too. So I'm gonna pull back because in in a world full of Izuku Midoriya's and Ichigo Kurosaki's and Naruto, like Denji is definitely unique, but he's not as hopeful. <laughs> he's this yeah. is definitely an adult's shonen anime. Yeah. So like, I need a little hope in my life. So. Chainsaw Man is not the anime you watch when you want to end on a high note. Yeah. So definitely have something something more uplifting afterward. Maybe some One Piece or something. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I would rate it a, a 4 out of 5 altogether for similar reasons. Um, I do think the plot is a little dark um, and it lacks some levity. But the art style, the music... The voice acting, the story, it's all really good and I do highly recommend it. But again, I cannot emphasize this enough. No little ears or eyes for this anime. (laughs) No, 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 no. But it's, like I said, so good. Yeah. All right, let's wrap it up with our weekly K-pop recommendations. All right, um, I'm going to stay on the Jesse train as I have been lately and go with Cold-Blooded.
And I'm going to recommend Poppy by Stacy. All right, you can send us an email to our Gmail account, soulmatespodcast at gmail.com. You can find us on Instagram, where our handle is soulmatespodcast. We have our link tree there that links to all of our relevant social media accounts. You can find us on Facebook at Soulmates Podcast. You can find us on YouTube at Soulmates Podcast. And you can find this program anywhere podcasts are published, including iTunes, Stitcher, Podbean, Spotify, wherever podcasts are found, you can find us there. We release episodes every two weeks. We hope you have a wonderful new year and hold your family close. Bye. Bye.